How's it going, everybody? This is Swift Jerher, and you're tuned in to Round by Round Boxing. Hey, I'm Timothy Desert Storm Bradley, and you're watching Round by Round Boxing, baby. Check out the website, best website in boxing. What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good. You see, man, I constantly in the move, man. I see, I see, man. So you're headed to uh to the Canelo fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you caught up with all the all the hoopla today? We got Floyd stuff. We man, got. I, I listen, I'll just put that on my um, my Instagram, man. Floyd out here looking crazy. Man, man. <laughs> <love> so, someone <laughs> sent me a video. They're like, I know that's not Big Baby with him, and sure enough, <laughs> I'm like, what is this dude doing, man? Like. <laughs> He was like a bodyguard for Floyd now. I'm like, come on, man. I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, man? Congrats, first of all. Big victory over Carl Frampton, man. We we previewed that fight and I gotta eat my crow, man. I will, I'll be straight up, man. I picked Carl <laughs> Frampton. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna duck and dodge, man. You impress all of us. And it's funny, we had Lamont Roach on to preview that week, and he to a T called it. He was like, He's like, I don't want to say it's going to be easy, but it's going to be easy. And I mean, he was he, punches. He called everything that you were going to do, man. I mean, to a T, and it was beautiful to watch, man. So congratulations. Yeah, much respect to Lamont, man. I seen, I seen how, how excited he was on, on Twitter and the results. Yeah, yeah, man. man like, like, like all, all, like added Lamont and Carl. Lamont was, it was a difficult fight, man. People. People, like I said, I, I feel like that's why I, would, that's why I told him afterwards, man, keep continue doing what you're doing, bro, because he gonna get there. But like, like if he, 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 with him, with that fight, it was, it was, it was more of a chess match. Like you yeah. had to make every move had to be, every move had to be precise. You know what I mean? But like, much respect to Lamont. I hope to see him, you know, continue doing this thing. And I know, I know he's right there at a the title, but. And there's no disrespect to Carl, but yeah, I, I I knew what I had to do with Carl Frampton, and like I said, even even with your even with your which I'm one of which even with your um I'm gonna talk to the wife and she's like you're too loud. I'm, like, I'm doing look I'm look I'm, 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 I'm talking about everybody else on their phone, but it's like this it's like this. Like I understand you like your prediction from the Frampton fight because of course man, if you look at my O'Kenna performance, anybody was going was going was going to right. beat Carl Frampton. But like I said, like I knew what was the problem with the O'Kenna. That's why I, that's why, you know, you see me, bro. I never went out there, made excuses, cried, complained, right. lashed, lashed out at people who thought that Fredton was going to win and knock me out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do all that because I just like, let me just go out here, do what I got to do, and then, you know what I mean, improve that, that O'Kenna mess was just, it was just mess. Simple as that. It was simple as that, but. And, and you know what the done. X factor was, and it's kind of difficult because we've we previewed many fights before that, like Pavetkin uh, was COVID. So we're like, was the Okendo fight, you know, COVID related? Maybe Jamel's not feeling right. like top. So so we kind of like we're we're in tune right, with right. that and trying to you know trying to predict something like that is difficult. But man, um, you 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 really put the game plan together, and um, yeah. we knew it would be yeah, close. man. Like, like you know, it's funny. Like like I was thinking I was more upset. Not, not for the backlash of the Okendo fight, but like, mm -hmm. but like when people were trying to like really believe that I was out here just giving up and quitting them. And like, I said, for one, for starters, you actually look at the fight. I was winning the fight. I put him down, so I scored a knockdown in the fight. They took a point from him, you know, all the all the headbutting. Mm -hmm. And then he, even after the fact, like I, I provided, I proved, I put all the other medical records out there in my eye and everything. But like, the COVID was an issue too. But like me being the champion, because you remember, bro, at that, at that point in time. Everybody that was a world champion, like um, like Brichel and everyone, 
they was fighting, they was fighting catchweights. I was right. the, like top top rank came to me and was like, listen, we need a world champion to at least one of the world champions to at least defend that title. Mm-hmm. Not that like, I would have a cool. I could have easily been like, I could have took a catchweight fight, or I could have just defended said, the I, title or yeah, something. Exactly. Or or after the first, you know, when the when the first COVID test hit me or whatever, I could have easily been like, you know, I'm gonna sit out for the rest of the year and just wait mm-hmm. till the Francis fight yet. But I didn't I didn't do that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like me being a real champion, I was still gonna go out there and keep my word. And it was like after all that, I still got hit with like crazy backlash. But you know, I I, I took it for what it was. You know what I mean? And I I got I went back to the drawing board. That's my. I, I, but for the most part, I just needed rest. Like I people forget. And then Okeno training camp. I was training in like April, all the way to September because remember I was supposed to fight him in July. Right. Then I got postponed, and I couldn't go home to my you know my family because. I ain't trying to get them sick. Right. So I I had to stick it out. And and I and, and like I was still like obligated on my contract to still fight him. So in order for me to even get to a friendly fight, I still had to get that fight out the way because I had a contract now. I had signed a contract. So I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, I feel you. Now let me ask you one quick one thing more about that. Tim Bradley was a guy that was beating the whole drum about you quit <laughs> and all this stuff. Did you ever even have like a one on one with him, or did you guys like maybe off camera, on camera? Did you ever talk to him about that and be like, hey, "No, nah, you know, you know what it is." I ran to him during the um, you know, when Bud fought Cal Brooks, mm-hmm. and there was like he didn't show no animosity. And you know I me, mean? I, I don't hold grudges, so I just right. I just left it for what the you know what I'm saying from that quick you know encounter. But what it was, and you know, I came, I went up to him. I said, "What up to him?" Whatever. I, I shook his hand, and that was it. Like, I, like that was one of the things. Like, I look at it like this: if it, if something is true, like it was all the stuff he was saying, then it will it will get to you. It really it will really get to you. It really get under your skin. But I was like, for, for like, I was more upset if anything. Like I said, people judging my character. But like, if you, if you think I took a step back in terms of my performance and skill wise. Then I, you know, then I would give you a sort of that, but I wasn't even talking about that. I was just like, yeah, yeah I know what was wrong. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, my body alone wasn't hundred percent. Like, what do you expect from me? But I was like, you know what? Um, I got my title intact, and I live to, you know, to see another day and and to perform at my best. And like, I actually use all that criticism from that from that last fight as my fuel for the Frampton fight. Right. Yeah, and we saw that, man. You put it all together. Career-defining victory, big victory. Super happy for you, man. Super super happy to see the whole team. I appreciate that. Yeah, and um, so now moving forward, I mean, of course, um, you know, you got different guys. You got the possibility uh, of moving up, but also you got guys like Shakur. Um, His his fight was just announced, but is there anything on the forefront, anything you can tell us, like, that maybe is going to come up next? Are you going to defend the title, move up? I mean, no, no. I mean, as, as of now, you know, I had 30 days to decide what I was going to do mm-hmm. in terms of being a champion. And you pretty much, bro, you can put me in another, in another underdog position because as of now, I'm supposed to be waiting for the winner of Shakur's fight. But I feel like Shakur's going to win that. Shakur's yeah. going to win that fight. You know what I mean? Is, I look at so You can just basically say I'm just looking at Shakur next, whatever. But like, no, nah, there's still the possibility of, of moving up. Or, or whatever. My thing, my main thing, my main objective was to at least go out to Valdez. But like after all the, the mess I've seen recently, I don't think Valdez is trying to do that unification. So it's like I'm not really. If the if the things don't go right in terms of like, because like the negotiations and everything with Shakur, like I still gotta go through that, whatever, and yada yada yada. I might just have to move up because I'm not waiting at Super Featherweight for for those for those title unifications or those right. big fights anymore because. Like, I mean, Oscar Valdez is in a position where he can go out here and push and enforce, you know, unification like he said he wanted to. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you fighting Conseil or whatever next, supposedly. I'm not, I'm not knocking him, but it's like, 
you notice all, all those talks been kind of cold before right. he was out here doing doing interviews saying you want to fight this one or that champion. And you know me, even though I've been I pretty much been the underdog and just out of out of the champions, I've always been the one that's trying to push for to fight the other champions. I was trying to fight, you know, Miguel Burchell before I started. I was going to say, man, it seems like the green yeah. belt's been evading you. You called out Burchell many times, now Valdez. I mean, and he, he even said, like, oh, unified, but now it's kind of like, mm. Yeah, and even, and even then, my um, my boy, you know, my Olympic teammate, I was going to even fight, you know, JoJo. JoJo. He kept his title, his title online, line mm-hmm. and, and so on. But it's like, man, it seemed like, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm, this individual that I'm meant to mention, it's like, but I feel like I got to go through the whole little thing that, that Winky Wright had to go through his career. Like Winky, right. Sapphire, he had to get like, you know, even my own big fight with Fripp and it's like, I still can't get through the door to get the, you know what I'm saying, the, the bigger fight after that because it's like, I'm telling you, bro, when I did a kennel fight, everybody was calling me out. Everybody was saying, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he, 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 easy pickings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, rightfully so. After the Fripp fight, it went quiet. It was kind of it kind of went silent. <laughs> only, only, and the only one, the only one who's actually been calling, like I said, is, is my guy Shakur. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, and, I, and that's why I respect it. I respect it from Shakur because he's young and he's hungry. And you know what I'm saying? He wants to fight the best. He wants to have that marquee name on his resume. But in terms of the champions, I can't get them, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we hope that comes together, man. It comes to fruition because I know for a fact, I mean, even you know, in the interviews that we've done, you've been calling these guys out. I see you on social media. Um, and that kind of transitioning to the next question is you've become, I don't know if on purpose, but you're the godfather of social media on boxing. Like everyone looks at you like, and you know why? It's because you interact with everyone, whether it's exactly. pro, I'm fan friendly. I'm whether fan it's friendly. fans, like, and you will have a discussion. You won't just shut people down or like, so like big props to you for that. Kudos to that. Is that on purpose? Like, do you like engaging with people and just getting on social media and, and being nah, like, let I me just, talk I just like we said, bro. I just like engaging. Like you see me, even with you, bro. Even like I said, we can have our eyes and do whatever, but we mm-hmm. have that mutual respect. Like I said, you ain't see me trip like, oh, you pick Frampton. <laughs> man, listen, it's boxing, man. It's a sport. I look at it like this. If I feel like I'm a LeBron James fan, but if I, if I feel like LeBron falling off, I'm going with the next. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm betting, if I'm betting, bet, man. Right. But like, ah, but for me, it's like I just like to, I just like to engage and and be down to earth and like. You see, even now, like I was making sure that me and you was gonna talk. You know what I mean? Because right. I was like, nah, I'm a, so my dude been trying to get up with me. I'm, 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 I'm even I'm in the airport. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get up with my man. But nah, that's just me, man. And it's like people seen it also. Like with me, I even like you see, I, I gained a lot of friends and followers because I didn't have to go out right. here and be a, be an asshole and mm-hmm. be disrespectful and I show everybody love. Right. So I, I got to ask you, who has the worst trolls, Instagram or Twitter? Because you're on both. You're oh, popular man. on nah. both. Nah, nah, really, it, it really be Instagram because they, they, it's easier for them to hide. You know, they can, yeah, they can say a little comment right. and go. But you know, but you know, on on Twitter, if I reply, people actually, people that actually follow me now, they'll see that reply. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they, they get on their ass. But like Instagram, you know, they was calling me again, bro. You seen it, man? Listen, it'd be the people with my, no profile no, picture. No, no. <laughs> and it's not, it's not just that. Like, like after my big one with Frampton. I think I got maybe two weeks of, uh, of that victory lap and before they started calling me a duck and I was ducking right. at first. I'm like, I'm like, man, how you, how are you mad at me for wanting to go after uh, another fighter like, like Oscar Valdez who's ranked mm-hmm. higher than me, um, potentially whoever you ask, the, the number one, number two guy in the division. And all I was trying to do was trying to, you know, unify and um, 
and potentially win the lineal championship of the division. So like right. people were saying that I was this one and that I'm like, how y'all saying that? But I'm over here pushing to go off of this guy. So it was like, I took it out after that. I was like, yo, you can, you, you never win. Yeah, you can't. That's why I said you can't satisfy everybody. So hey. I, just, I took it for what it is. Combat sports fans are the worst, man. The absolute <laughs> worst, you know, God bless them, but they're the worst. And, and kind of like transitioning into that is another question I want to ask you, maybe you educating, um, you know, borderline casual fans or even people who consider themselves big boxing fans. I want to go back to when you were with PBC and not to knock the PBC, but right. um, one thing that I think people uh, don't appreciate enough is matchmaking and building a fighter. Because when you move to top rank, man, they they moved you strategically, put you in the best position because you have the skills. And obviously we've seen to be a world right. champion, to defend right. your title. But I just, if you were with PBC, I mean, do you see yourself, would it have played out like this? I mean, how difficult would it have been compared to the the career path that top rank has has put, you know, put you on? Yeah. And that, you know, the funny thing about it, I had never had any intention of leaving PBC. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't give them... Um, I always give um, respect and credit to Al Heyman because, like I said, Al, Al, Al was good to me. Al was, Al was good to me. And I still speak with Sam Watson and uh, all the guys on PBC, matter of mm -hmm. fact. But I said like this. I said, like, at the end of the day, it's your career. So you got to do – you got to put yourself in the best position. So, like, like for instance, I'll tell you like this. I said, listen, if I'm a welterweight, we think I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to want to be with PBC because that's, mm -hmm. that's where all the action's at. But I was like, at the time, there was nobody there. The only person that was there was Tank, but Tank was doing his own thing. And the thing about it, I, I had to do a lot of um rebounding, you know, mm -hmm. after my after my last loss. So I had to, I wasn't in a, in a position to fight for no world title then. But and there was nobody, like you said, there was nobody there for no one to match me up with the kid. Mm -hmm. and, and then on top of it's like because I remember um they came to me with a fight before I had left, but it was at lightweight, and I was telling them like, listen, I want to I want to um, make a run. At, at, at super featherweight mm -hmm. it was like they just had they just didn't have any opponent for me to take on at the time so i had to do what i had to do and that's why I went, that's that's why i went to top rank but it was looking like i didn't get dropped from bbc i didn't have any issue with al Heyman. and you, you see i never went out there and dogged anybody at bbc or al right. Heyman. but it just that like I said i tell people i tell fighters all the time you gotta put yourself in the best position for yourself first don't align with this one because you feel like oh they they're popular because they have these fights. Like, no, you got there. It's your career. Right. And like, you know, and you know, Alex is like boxing is that small window, man. You you know, one wrong one wrong step and it's it's over. And they wanna right. they wanna write you off and they wanna put you on the sideline or, or use you as a stepping stone. So I, I had to basically um, you know, do what I had to do. And that's why I went to top rank. But if I'm like I said, if I'm if I'm a welterweight, of course I'm going to be a PPC. But if I'm a junior lightweight, you know, my best options are Right now, where I'm at, like, you know, we got Valdez, Shakur, you got even, you know, Pachel, whoever, Lomachenko, all those yeah. guys are around my division. Those, those are big matchups for me to make right now. Yeah, a lot of names, a lot of matchups, and uh, glad you made the move, man, because like I said, it's just they they put you on that path, and they have the track record. So, I mean, we've right. seen it time and time again. You'll get the opportunity. Obviously, not everyone is going to take advantage or be able to 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 come out victorious, but you did it, and um, you took advantage. So, <laughs> you mentioned the welterweights, though, and of course, I got to ask you, are we ever going to see Bud and Spence? Well, look, well, look, I'm about to go to Dallas right now, so when I'm, I'm probably going to run to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> she already said she's gonna run the arrow. She already said that she's gonna run the arrow. But I, ho I, I mean, I was host as a fan. Like I, like um, you know, I spoke to. It's crazy. People don't know. Like I spoke to Arrow one on one about it. He told me, "Shut up." He wants that fight. He wants that fight. Of course, I, you know, I, I train with Bud and Bud's my brother. He wants that fight as well. But it's like again, 
it's not so much of the fighters, it's so much of the people in between. Like you, mm. you're not only you're not only dealing with a, with advisors or promoters, you gotta deal with the networks and who wanna pay for what. And like I've been I, like like me being a world champion now. Well, okay, I've so learned, who's, I've learned whose that. job is whose job is it at this point? This is such a mega fight. So is it Bob Arum and Al Heyman to be like, look, both. Fox, ESPN, it's like both. okay, it's both, it's both. Like, and there's no knock at them, but it's like at first, it's business first. So they're going to you know. They're gonna they're gonna do what what's best for them. Or so you, or, you do you or, think they don't want to put their piece of the puzzle because these guys are the best, you know, Spence and Crawford are the best, and that's a tough. No, I, I really I really I really can't call it. I really can't call it because I hear like I'm pretty sure you hear things that go in the background as much as I mm-hmm. do, but but I wouldn't say. But at the end of the day, you still you know, and it's like I said, I love them both, but you still you, they they still play a bigger part in that as well. The, the fighters as well, the fighters, because mm-hmm. um, like for instance, for um, I say like this. In my situation after the Okendo fight, top rank really wasn't. They really wasn't trying to do the front fight. They really wasn't trying to. That's why I had. That's why when you seen, I had lined myself with MTK mm-hmm. because MTK they have Carl Frampton and now they have me, so it was easier for them to persuade the promoters to okay. make that fight. So it's like it's all like it, like they need they need somebody they, they need some basically they need somebody as a middle ground for them or as well or or both promoters to, to come in the middle and, and have a you know and just and just like you know get it get it get some type of communication working because even now like you know it's hard for Bud to even get the Pacquiao fight now because right everyone everyone wants to wants to get over the next person you know what I mean or they don't want to or they don't want to work so it is what it is but like for me like that's why like I, I um I'm good while I'm mad with MTK because they, they do a lot. I mean, my, my manager with my trainer, Brian McIntyre, he does a lot as well. But it's like, the more help you have, the, the better, bro. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes, man. Hopefully that fight gets made, man, because boxing needs that one. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, have a, a safe flight, and, you know, hopefully we can catch up soon again. Thank you, bro, man. We'll talk to you now. We'll talk to you soon. Like I said, I'll probably have another nice soon, so you know I got to be talking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll catch up soon. All right, bro. All right, Take bro. care. Later.